Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello, welcome to the IGN UK podcast. Uh, my name is Gav Murphy, and I'm joined by Joseph Scrabbles and Daniel Kruper. He's like, we're always doing this. I know, people yeah. are going to get sick of us. <laughs> every, week, every week. And yet all the emails still include Rory on them instead of me. <laughs> Have you printed that one off? Huh? Have you printed that one off? Oh, what, Which the one, one where it says Rory's the best? Yeah. No. Scandal. Of course I didn't. What does it say on the email? It's just one it's that's this guy like, who's 15-year-old wrote in, and obviously for a 15-year-old, Rory's like... A definition of what cool grown up is. Yeah. yeah. Little did he know. You grow up. He's a fuckwit. <laughs> no, he's great. He's you, He's you tree as he's fuck. Got a pro- he's got a proper job, and yeah, he's still wearing a baseball back. Baseball back. back oh, I, talk. Yeah. I, I was trying to do a yeah, job, and I fucked it. Uh, we're good what boys. I just said. We are good boys, and as good boys, we're bringing you this good podcast. I've not seen the running order. I'm boys. genuinely excited. Okay, well, Joe. But a lot of it's on you. Is it? Yeah, you're, yeah. Dri- you're, you're driving. In. You're in the driving seat. Well, actually, Joe, a lot of it isn't on you. So I tell you what. Oh, thanks. We, you've just got one thing. That's Great. all you're good so for. So I'll just leave after that. No, no, no. Well, that's what I mean. I think it's at the top. I'm going to sandwich it in between to make you feel better. Okay. But do you know what's out this week in the pictures? Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Volume 2. Not if you're listening in America, but th- them's the breaks. Yeah. That's... Why are you listening to our podcast? Go home, yank. Yeah, listen to <laughs> fucking Beyond or whatever. No, we love you, American people. And we are the best podcast, so that's why you listen to us. I saw genuine um, English versus US beef about World War Two in a Call of Duty comments section today. It made me really? feel really oh, fuzzy. Oh, that's good. Like someone was like, oh, but God, Yanks constantly saying that they won the war. Another game about Yanks in the war. And this other person said, if we, hadn't, if we hadn't helped you out, yeah. then you'd be spreaking yeah, Amer- oh, Deutsch. Oh, Joe, <laughs> Joe, Joe you that. could go, oh, oh, yeah, the American soldiers are being added as the last round of DLC. Nice. Oh. Swiftian. Loved it. Oh, Swiftian. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> What are we talking about? Uh, oh, oh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Galaxy 2. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Move on. Uh, no, it's fantastic. I think it improves on the original, and it's I think great. you and I really, really enjoyed it. A lot of people and seem to be quite down on it. Um, yeah, like, lots of people I, I, saying it was I, like they felt it was quite aimless. Um, I thought it had a very specific aim. Lots of people sort of down on the fact that it's really standalone as well, which I think is a fucking brilliant thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, look, I think I always see people criticizing Marvel films, saying, "Oh, it just feels like it's teeing up the next one, or it's just a stopgap." And some of them really do feel like that. Fucking I Iron Man Two, exactly but what everyone wants out of Spider Man. Yeah. So why complain about it with Guardians? Do it. That's just rubbish. Bollocks. Yeah. Iron Man Three, Stupid. great. One of the best <laughs> Marvel films. Don't at me. Is it better than the first one? Is Guardians Galaxy better than the first one? I think it's the same for me. It's the same good. Could you watch them all in one go and not notice that they were two films? Well, you, not with you I, know, I know if you mean, sat yeah. if you stuck it all together, would it feel like one big thing? 
Ah, or is there enough of a time gap? No, there's enough of a time gap. And it's good. It feels like they f- they feel a lot more comfortable with each other, um, yeah, yeah. which is good. Also, and also, there's a lot of problems as well. So yeah, it's, it's not all like, perfect for them. Oh, I see, right. It's also yeah. surprisingly small in scale, even though it's set in mm. the you know the cosmic side of the Marvel Universe. It tells quite a small story, Absolutely, which I thought yeah. was really good. And also, there's some stuff that I think would be really cheap. Like, they do, obviously... Like awesome mixtape volume two, yeah. And I felt like you know because that became a thing, like cool music in yeah. the first one. But like the songs are like properly important mm. to the movie. There's like Ooh, one or two nice. songs that are actually you listen to the lyrics and they absolutely make sense. Yeah, well, just going, this is a cool sequence. That's yeah, good. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like at some of the time, like the first song I used, I was kind of like, oh, this is this fucking Mr. Blue Sky, um, which That's is good, kinda, it's a really good, it really is a good song, but it is in a lot of films, but the choice of songs throughout the rest of it like some of them are quite obvious um, but then there are some ones I just go oh fuck I haven't got that for ages that's so good like mm. we've done really really well yeah. and then like the way that some of them are used as well is like absolutely heartbreaking like there's uh, there's a Cat Stevens song that's in it and like if you don't cry during that sequence then there's something wrong with you your brain's mush you said to me that because um, we've talked previously about the thing that will always make me cry in films mm. is uh, a, a fa- dog being beaten to death there's that you ate um, father's <laughs> I hate it when it's not shot um, <laughs> a father's pride for his son oh yeah man that, that you're gonna, you're gonna be in bits, Joe. Yeah, um, it's, uh, it's it's just it's actually got a lot of emotional punch. Yeah, the whole movie, um, and also it is it's also really really funny. There is two jokes in particular. There's one line in particular. You and I, yeah, burst out laughing like much yeah. louder than everyone else in that screening. Yeah, I think it's such a brilliant delivery. There's a cu- there's a couple of bits actually because there were some uh, people next to us, and there's this one bit in particular which is so cheesy but it's obviously done on purpose yeah. that's a, and so like, it is the joke yeah so we were screaming laughing but I'm not saying like we're cleverer than everyone else but there was lots of people I think kind of taking it at face value and I absolutely don't think it's meant to be and then but the lady next door to me because I was I got a stupid laugh mm. um, and I was properly doing a stupid laugh like not on purpose, just just what my laugh is. Um, and I could kind of feel him just like sort of looking at me. Was going, she? Like, yeah. And oh. I was like, I felt really bad because I was just like, just having a good time. I was like, I'm just having a good time. It's a good time, Enjoying fun myself. time film for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not having that. So um, get rid. Anyway, I fucking clocked her in the jaw. <laughs> <laughs> she won't be laughing for a while. Mm, she had something. To I, cry didn't, about I, I didn't. I didn't hit anyone. To a, um, some Cat Stevens, you put it on. You're yeah. Like, <laughs> it's my sequence now. I, um, I didn't hit anyone. And there's a lot that's been made of it having five post-credit sequences. Yeah. And it's like, I feel that kind of misrepresents... It absolutely does, It's yeah. more just like, there's it's like sketches in the credits. Oh, right. Mm. Rather than five post-credits, almost like <gasps> Black Panther one and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. more just like, the credits are fun to watch and there's yeah. like little sketches. I miss goof reels yeah. at the end of films. I loved goof reels. Yeah. Best goof reel in any movie. Uh, Toy Story. Yeah, that mm. is really good. Rush Hour. Jackie Chan getting all his English wrong and then laughing at everyone being like oh he's nice though that's my favourite I reckon I've watched you like you when Chinese people can't speak English yeah Joe. I reckon it's um, this could be a whole movie I reckon I've watched the Rush Hour goof reel more than I've watched Rush Hour and I've watched Rush Hour a lot have you? I I'm, love Rush Hour I've and never Rush seen Hour I've too. never seen Rush Hour it's it? pretty racist but if you can get over that, <laughs> ace. <laughs> there's, there's two goof reels that I go to when I'm sad uh, on YouTube. One of them is the Parks and Rec one, where uh, Chris Pratt does an improvised joke about, um, what's her chops? Uh, Kim Kardashian. 
I don't remember that. It's fucking hilarious. It's really dirty as well because you see Aubrey Plaza like as an as herself because she because she slaps him um, <laughs> because he says something really rude. Oh, I need to go watch that. It's very very good. If I think if if you type in like Kim Kardashian uh, Parks, Parks and Rec mm. is like an improvised line because um, apparently like his lots of his lines and lots of other people's lines. Um, uh, improvised by him and he's like come up with right, him on the yeah. day apparently he's like he's writing parts in rec he doesn't write it but like no, I'm saying he kind of is yeah exactly yeah yeah um, it's a shame he appears to be like quite an unpleasant person no I think he's lovely I think he just hunts is as well right like, here about why else he loves shooting animals yeah, yeah I know that and he said something really weird the other day it was the blue collar was. thing yeah, yeah. Um, he's very nice. Yes, I, 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 I trust him. Other than the fact that he shoots animals, I think he's nice. I think maybe I he's just really like a doofus. Yeah, he's um, a fucking doofus. And the other, the other gag reel is the Eastbound and Down one. Down. Oh, that's which the, we yeah, talk that's about incredible. All the time. Like Will Ferrell, um, Craig, what's his name? Craig, Craig Robinson, Craig Robinson, and Danny McBride. Like try not to laugh as Will Ferrell's just saying mad shit. <laughs> <laughs> like it's called In My Plums. Yeah. go and watch it. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. Just like uh, Danny McBride just going to Craig Robinson, like don't laugh, motherfucker. Yeah. Like it's so funny. <laughs> even um, um, even Will Ferrell messing up his own lines gets mm. turned into a joke that we talk about all the time. Yeah, yeah. Called, if I recall, rec- clack, clack. <laughs> <laughs> and he just keeps on going. But like that that sequence is so. He's improvising so much. The if you watch the show, his wife's name changes like three times because <laughs> he keeps forgetting what her name is. Like he calls her Donna. To in me, one to me, she'll always be Donna. Yeah, but then he calls her something else as well. But, she does not like it. But there's no, there's no goof really at the end of Gardens Guys too. But it is a very good time. I can't wait to see it again. You're going to go see it again this weekend. I'm right? going to see it again this weekend. Yeah. And I thought Michael Rooker was great in it. Yeah, well. he's really good. I love Michael really Rooker. He has a good role. He's very good. Mm. Is it so? We know that Ego, the Living Planet, is Star Lord's dad from the trailers. Yes. Is it just a big sci-fi action version of that one episode of The Fresh Prince of Bel Air, where his dad comes back and then leaves at the end? Essentially, it's really yeah. sad. Essentially, I'm gonna struggle with that. There's a lot. There's a lot more. Um, but it. What was I gonna say? Oh, I forgot. Oh, bye. No, this, that, that's one thing because we came out like because one of the things that, that we always wanted Star Trek to be was this group of friends going out and having these adventures because that's what fucking Star Trek's all about and the film seemed to have forgotten that. Um, well, Beyond tried to be that and it wasn't very good. I think that was just shite though, wasn't it? Yeah, but it <laughs> yeah, is doing that. It's doing that yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, it was so, also yeah. a good version of that. a good version of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad um, you're doing it, but I actually quite like Beyond. Yeah, I couldn't get through it. I know you could. I sat next to you on the plane. Mm-hmm. I, I saw you. I, I, you didn't say it, but I looked at you and I thought, in, and I saw your face in my head. It just went, yeah, yeah. That's off. Bones, Bones needs to be stopped in those films. I wish they'd kill him. Off. I thought you meant the TV show because that's Bones still going. Bones, is Bones still going? It's yeah. coming to an end. There, <laughs> David Boreanaz is leaving that, but he's already announced that he's in a new show that's going to run for about twelve years. Yeah. Muscles. He's yeah. <laughs> working his way out. The bits it is something skin like that. Man. It's called. He's a, he plays a marine, not a space marine. The other ones, <laughs> a regular Earth, one, Earth marine. Oh, an Earth marine. He plays an Earth marine. Um, <laughs> what else is good this week? Uh, Little Nightmares, Joe. You played it. It's very good. You did a review. I did. All by yourself. Like Thanks, man. Joe did a review. <laughs> Joe did a review. <laughs> Let's all be quiet, because Joe did a review. <laughs> good game. Uh, I'm going to play it tonight. You've all heard podcast listeners how much we liked Play Dead's Inside last year. Yeah. It's very much of a piece with that. It's a different tone. Yeah. Um, it's a bit funnier, and the story's a bit more readable. Okay. Um, but it's still... Right to left, very pretty platforming where a small child is in constant danger and you feel worse because it's a small child. The girl or a boy? The child. Girl, six. 
she's called. She wears she's a little raincoat. Like Eleven. And she's got oh. a dark secret. Um, and, yeah, it's just fantastic. Like, it looks like uh, Tim Burton's stop animation, like, stop motion animation film. Right. But brought to life and just beautifully lit. They do this really clever thing, one of my favourite things, that I didn't get to say in the video version of the review, but I do say in the written one, which yeah. is better, so you should read that, um, is they make all the environments just slightly bigger than the camera. Okay. So you can move the camera around, and you'll just catch, like, glimpses of things, maybe slightly early, like if you look up in that corner at this time, right. or, like, little details about the environments that you would... There's no need to see them. Right. They're just always there hanging around in the corners, like daring you to look at them, just in case like there's creepy stuff going on. Mm. Which is such a nice touch. It feels like... I don't think I've seen a game do that before, yeah. where it's very well... It's like all very well designed, like a film shot, yeah. and there's more to it. You know the bit we played with the shoes and that? Yes. Where is that in the game? Uh, so those bits... We played a demo at Gamescom last year. Yeah. That's made up of a load of rooms that okay. are spread out across the game. Oh, oh, so that's not... It's a stitch-up. Absolute yeah. stitch up. Stitch up, literally. It's a vertical slice. It's not a vertical slice, yeah. though. It's a, I don't know, set of weird little slices all stuck together. Like a marble cake. Sandwich. Is that the tone that the game goes with, yeah? What do you mean? Like, kind of, like, not, like, proper horror, but yeah. kind of, like, funny horror. It's just unnerving. Uncanny, yeah. Like, everything's a bit off. Well. The fucking room of shoes. Like, I think that's about? the thing. Like, it's, it's a, well, I'll tell you what that's about. It's about, like, a really slightly uneasy reference to Holocaust yeah, imagery. Yeah, because that's where it reminds me shouldn't have done I that. think that's the yeah. thing. It's, like, uncanny. Like, the definition of uncanny. Yeah. Like, in the German word. Unheimlich. Like, the unhomely. Yeah. That's cool. It feels... You recognise it, but it's off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they do a really cool thing um, where it's designed to be a world of adults with a tiny child walking through it. Right. But it's all exaggerated. So, like, the tables have... There's, like, normal-sized tables. Yeah. But they have really long legs, <clears throat> so you have to climb, like, really high up to them and stuff, as if everything's sort of, like, stretched, like, at the edge of a, like, telescope. Like, you know, when things oh, don't yeah, look right yeah, around yeah. the edge of a frame? Yeah. Everything's like that. It's really cool. That is really cool. And on the same day, this company, Tarsia, who have never made an original game before, they I think the only thing they've done... Big before was Little Big Planet Vita. Right. Um, on the same day, they released a VR game called Static. So they released their two debut games on the same day. Fuck yeah. Um, and Static, them both out. Static is also fantastic. I was is playing it? that for about two hours yesterday. It's that confident. PSVR only. Static's not the... Is it a first-person shooter game? No. no. What's that? Oh, wait, we talked about it recently, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, I played yeah. a preview of it. It's really good. It's as good as I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, and it makes you think Have about you controllers it? differently. No, I've got like four more puzzles to do. It's not as long as I'd hoped, which is yeah. sad. Where are you playing it? Here? Yeah. Right there in that corner. Wow. It's so good. Joe's been doing it. Imagine work. a ghostly yeah. me. No, I was doing it during um, I, think <laughs> did, I, could, um, I couldn't play that by myself after work. Why? Static's fine. It's not a scary game. No, but I just wouldn't like to. I, but like, if you I, finish it, you do summon um, Cenobites. Well, I'm not doing that. Um, okay. Well, I won't do it. Well, no, it's because I don't want to be in this room by myself because I always feel like someone's behind me. Because they are. Shut up. There was one really. There was a creepy <laughs> so bit in the game yesterday where I definitely. <laughs> was unknowingly making a noise. And then I realised that someone might be in the room watching me. And <laughs> See, I was being like... that's why I don't like it. It's so weird, like, every time I take a picture of you on my phone, there's always that person looking in at the window. And yeah. they're getting closer. It's fucking, like, witches. They're getting closer, Gal. No, don't do that. Um, or, are you, or are you getting closer to What's them? her name in Witches? The girl in the painting? Marjorie. Erica. Lola. Erica. That's is it Erica? Yeah, it is Erica, yeah. It's really scary. It's like one of the scariest bits. You talk about that painting of witches a lot. all the time. Because I'm scared of it. And what? I feel like if I talk about it, then it can't get me. You know, Can we get you that painting for your birthday? Don't. 
Imagine if we did that. I might actually make it because I've just got a new 4K monitor. I might see if I can get a 4K version of it. That definitely doesn't exist. It was filmed on sellotape. You stretch that all the way across all three monitors you've yeah. got. Well, I'll have a change. Like sometimes she'll be like doing the floors, like in she is, she is doing that. You're going to do that to yourself. You're no, going to have different versions of the painting I appearing. I won't do it. I'll probably just leave it. Well, I'll say I'll do it now. Have we talked about the Pennywise thing on this podcast? No, we haven't. <laughs> Get in there. Um, Pennywise turns out he's real. Yeah. Um, if anybody loves yeah. Gav's desk, if anybody follows me on Twitter or Instagram, then you can see uh, a daily thing now. Where you doing it daily? Well, is that as if Pennywise drops? If I, so what if I find them? Yeah. I was going to say. Um, do you want to see what it is? You fuckers. You all right? Yeah. No. no. We just um, we we. Um, rigged up your desk and lots of your object personal possessions yeah. to have secret images of Pennywise so it's just everywhere so like I go to open my lunchbox and there's a Pennywise in there I go to get my trainers to go to the gym from under that the desk that was one of my favourites yeah that was amazing and it was a, it was a screwed up piece of paper in your gym shoe in my gym shoes that was really good and it was like I go to like a big boy gym as well so I was like with because like, I go in the city I hope so you're not going to the child's gymnasium it's like, it's like full of bankers <laughs> just a and stuff just monkey monkey bars and <laughs> ball I, pit I put my foot in my trainers uh, and then I was like what the fuck is that and I re- reached in it was like a bit of paper and I just unfilled it and there's this fucking like the the changing rooms for that particular gym is really small as well mm. so like it's one room and I just unfold this fucking picture of Pennywise and all these three yeah. bankers look I really like, what's, he, what's he doing I really wish like I burned the edge of it like because yeah. one of my Don't favorite like unnerving is. things in the movie like the paranormal activity movies like they vary in quality but I think it's like the second or third one yeah. they like go in the attic and in the attic, this new house, they find she find the woman finds a Polaroid of herself as a child that's oh. been burned. It's just such a just creepy a bit moment. Burnt. So yeah. that's what we want to recreate for you on she a daily is. basis. Yeah, so they keep putting pictures of Pennywise everywhere. The amazing thing is, there's so up. much more to find. Is it? Yeah, there's so many. You bastards. I did. I, I did <laughs> like the first round. Like I was like, first two, round. like two hours after work. So I have to do this. Yeah, I spent like. About an hour on Friday. It's good, isn't it? Like, like Alex went home. It? It's quite, Alex it's, went home. It's, it's, quite, it's quite creative. Like, I'm like, where else can I put Because when they're all rigged, you look at it and you go, I can't see any of them. My favourite one from my last round was I put one in a picture frame on Gav's desk, but then I put another one over that. So he came in and he was like, oh, good one. Took it off. Another one. Yes. <laughs> it was great. But it, like, um, it was when I just look over at you... Uh, like in my head it's almost like there's like springs all over your desk yeah. just like, and the desk is kind of vibrating and ready to pop, like pop <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's the never ending sadness that is my life little nightmares little nightmares 8.8 8 out of 10 is that what read, you give it? read my review 8.8 yeah. 8. this is an IGN great, great. 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 it is a great it's a great game um, um, yeah. officially great uh, do you know what? no you were bang on about Star Wars last week yes um, and I like I like to Star Wars now and again and uh, there's a thing going on in the O2 right now called Star Wars Identities um, which is like an exhibition and I thought it was just like they had a bunch of props and stuff like that and they've like done a really cool uh, exhibition with it it's one of the best things I've ever been to like exhibition wise I've been to some fucking exhibitions in my time lads, let me tell you number two um, oh, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about Star Wars yeah um, I thought that was a really good joke there uh, but <laughs> not alright <laughs> so basically you go in right and there's first of all like the posters for it are just amazing there's this is Boba Fett one which is a picture of like what are those things called not mosaics but it's like what's those what? photo mosaic yeah it's kind of like a photo mosaic collage 
it's got like collars basically, but it's like Boba Fett's head, but it's made out of like weapons, like uh, different colors. It's so cool. It's an amazing poster. I really want to get it. Um, but basically, you go in and they give you this sort of uh, wristband and an earpiece, and it's like it's also really sort of like advanced as well. Futuristic. Yeah, it's really futuristic. Like when the Louvre put all the VR tour guides on sure, 3ds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that was bollocks. Wasn't it? That's really weird. Um, I, yeah, it's mad. Don't eat that. Um, but this is really good. So Did basically, you say don't eat that. Don't eat that. Don't eat that. Don't, don't eat the three. Yes, you listen to this podcast, don't you? <laughs> um, but yeah, so you go around and it's kind of they do have lots of props and lots of like stuff I'd never seen before. It's like a, quite a hardcore Star Wars fan. There was loads of stuff that I hadn't seen. Like this, I sent a picture to you. This is an amazing picture which shows how fast all the vehicles go that someone has just done. Ooh. Like obviously it's for reference, uh, but it's just a cool little graph. That someone's done. This is really good. And they got some like some of the like really early uh, Ralph McQuarrie stuff, which is mm, really really good. That's awesome. Um, and it's called identity. So essentially, you've got this little band, and you go through, and they're in each section. There's like a bit where you answer a bunch of questions, yeah. like a questionnaire, and then what it's doing is it's making who you would be in the Star Wars universe as you go through it. Um, right. So it, as you answer the questions, the answers you give obviously like reflect what your character's going to be. And it's like, some of, them, some of them are like really vague. And there was this little girl um, doing it. She was in our group. Some of them are like, like literally like, this happens to you, what would you do? Right. Um, and then the other ones are like, how would you, like you like to unwind? Uh, and it basically gives you loads of options. But one of them is literally like, your um, thing crashed on a planet. Do you? And it's just like, it's just like really intense stuff. You've, like some of the stuff I was like really thinking about. I was like, this is just a Star Wars exhibition. It's amazing. Um, and then you've got all this stuff about like genealogy in that as well. They've got like these videos going up which tell you about like how just how your your parents' genes affect you and stuff. It's super educational as well. I was like going, this is really good. Um, but you're also well, doing this but like, like what about parents' genes influencing yeah. your own genome? But yeah. And in what, Star as Wars Wookiees, thing. or is it just no, saying no, no, in general that, like? But also, metachlorians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like there's like these educational videos there that are like teaching kids about like genes and genealogy and shit. But it's done with like Star Wars people. What? So it's a fucking ruse. Like just, <laughs> it's just got a lot of genetics graphs. If like, I went to a Star Wars exhibition and I was six, and I get halfway through, and it's like, here's how you got green eyes. No, no, fuck no. off. No. So <laughs> it, it, the green is the dominant allele in this chromosome pair. What? No, Mom, you said there would be cock. They're sneaking in learning. You said there'd be what? Cars, Did you say cock. Cars. Mom, you said there'd be cock. Um, and then as you, and then as you go, go didn't say that. I didn't say that. You, what's that? Play the tape back. <laughs> and as you, as you, so as you're going around, this is all happening. And then right at the end, then you get your Star Wars identity. Um, I was um, a Wookiee musician. <laughs> oh, you yeah. would be a Wookiee musician. They got it right. It, yeah. it, it all depends like like how good those questions are. They sound like they're really good rather yeah. than... Do you want to be a Wookiee are musician? You re- are you really hairy? Yeah, yeah like those BuzzFeed quizzes. Do you have big ears? Yeah. Um, you are Sansa Stark. Which friend are you? <laughs> but yeah, I think I, I did it Gunther. for. It's, it's gone for the summer. Um, Star Wars Identity is. It's at the O2. It's I think it's like ten or twenty quid. It's ten. I think it's ten pound on weekdays, twenty quid on a weekend. But like I was there for two hours, and they said it takes about an hour and a half. I was there for two hours. I got next Friday off for my birthday. Absolutely, do it. You've oh, got to do it because it's that. just so good. And like I came out, I was just like. 
I can't believe how good that was. Hey, the, what were you, Joe? Like, oh, rookie musician as well. musician. The best thing. And that was though, called Gav. So right at the end, you've got your little band. So you're saving all your questions up, and then when you put it on the thing, your uh, Star Wars identity comes on this massive screen. But there's a room. There's room for like five people to put their bands on, so they can all be standing next to each other to have a fight. Um, no, but what I did was I just put my band on all of them. Oh, so fuck. I was standing in front because there was nobody else in the room. I was just standing in front of like ten Wookiee musician Gavs. When Gav says. There was nobody else in, in the room. room. He means nobody else he cared there was about. Some- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's all these angry people. Everyone's invisible to me. Um, a lot of kids crying their yeah. eyes out. Does it give you a Star Wars name? Or is your Wookiee musician called Gav Murphy? <laughs> it's called Gav Murphy. Because <laughs> <laughs> it asked you, you for your name. Yeah, but it's it just got an apostrophe somewhere yeah. in it. Gav it's Murphy. A bit of squiggle. Yeah. Um, there is some bit aura squiggle. Bit of squiggle. I, th- as I, re- I think they are, they, it does give you a name in Aurabash maybe as well. Um, What's that? It's like the Star Wars language. Is it? Yeah, Aurabash. Well, it's like the, all the arrows-y shit that's on all the um, computers and that. Like yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, they're writing. Yeah. Even though they're speaking um, English. I need to learn But also, Star Wars. If, you're, if you're a Star Wars nerd, the gift shop is brilliant as well. And it's like, well, the gift shop is like, it's got, it's, you know, like museum gift shops and not like normal shops where they just have like, there's some mad shit in museum um, gift shops. I've got a lot of stuff over the years from museum gift shops. They they have good stuff in museum gift shops. Exactly. But like some of the stuff in museum gift shops, like a rubber that's in the shape of a maze and uh, in the shape of a little 3D puzzle and you take it apart and put it together. Then it's like pearls (laughs) that you can buy. Yeah. Um, And Star Wars is kind of the same as well. A 4,000 pound geobite. Yeah, that's it. There's always a rock section. Why is there always a rock section? I was so close to buying like a hundred 120 quid dining set Star Wars dining set like oh, everything oh I know yeah they were Fucking, selling them at Celebration it was like yeah. bowls plates forks I was going to get it all um, I did buy some uh, coasters because they love because they had that that art the stuff I like on it oh. but, there's, but there's also Star Wars perfume there um uh, and perfume aftershave, and some of it is fucking rank. Moss Eisley stinks. So has disgusting. it got like an, uh, a name? Or is it just Star Wars? Is it got like an in-universe yeah. style name? No, but it, it's like one of them's called like Scum and Villainy. Jedi. Two. Jedi. Scum is yes. for the men. One of them's like good. Jedi scent and stuff like that. Death um, sticks. <laughs> you should yeah go to Star. Wars. I like go go to it. It's good. <laughs> Fucking what is this? All right, I wish well, we had jingles. Yeah. <laughs> we just cut to Adrian. <laughs> I love to have jingles. Why do we have jingles? Well, we've, had, we've had some. Dale, and I hope he's hit hearing well, this. Not, he's definitely can't not. Can't be asked. You know, the years and years ago, like this is like four or five years ago. After like just when I started, and yeah. there was this thing like, oh yeah, we'll get some jingles done. And it was like everyone started like making them on their Mac. Alex took two weeks to make one. Was it good? No, he's still working on it. He said it's like he's your Michael Jarre. He was just like... We used to have jingles on the O&M podcast, didn't we? Yeah, but they were made by someone. They were made by a guy who was... Um, he was like an audio recordist for I think Channel say, 4. Like, he's called the Jingle King. Yeah, like, no, he, he makes like actual... He's like a proper musician that works for Channel 4 and does like all the music for Channel 4. Then stuff. we bin them off and I made my own for a while. Yeah. Like every week I'd make a new set of jingles. Yeah. And one week, all mad. it took me like two hours because we had to record directly from Tomodachi Life yeah. in where I'd written a load of songs into the camera, which yeah. we then had to export as sound files. Yeah. It was fucking That's a lot bollocks. Of work, isn't it? didn't even sound good. No, it didn't. <laughs> it was awful. Um, but yeah, what I'm saying is, but also, let's do I, jingles. I really, I really don't like, I've never liked the, um, the IGN UK podcast theme. Music. It sounds like a like a migraine. It's a fucking mess. I hate listening to that. You like just don't year. like um, chip tune. I like some chip tune music, but I don't like it on podcasts. Yeah, I, that's I, what I, I mean. Like, I think it's a very good song. Why isn't Powers making us fucking jingles? By the way, 
Just get him on it. There's bigger well, priorities than that. Like, yeah. anyway, have you ever noticed? How I, feel that like is, <laughs> I feel like this is worth meeting. Have you ever noticed how that Superman down there, that little toy, looks like Hitler? <laughs> yeah, Hitler Superman. He looks just like Hitler. Is it, is that, that's uh, yeah. Superman. I wish we had podcast art as well. <laughs> uh, we'll do that. All right. Do you know what else is good? No. Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Is it good? It is. Me and um, me and Cripper want to play it. Isn't Mega Man the main character? He's, uh, X. He's, he's, yeah, Mega he's, Man X. Well, he's well, he's called X. X. We, don't, we don't know either. We don't know why. I don't know my Mega Man. Mega Man's something yeah. that Americans like, and I've never understood it. He's good. Yeah, he's just solid. Like, he's called X. Yeah, he's called X for some reason. Um, do you know what? The game is... Properly we had good. proper we laugh, had really good laugh playing it, yeah, because really they basically they've made it a lot simpler than whatever the last like, yeah, three. The the last one was like super Mental. hardcore. Yeah, um, this we had to like pick three characters, and they were yeah. like, there's loads of like as we understand, it, there's loads of like rules about when you can and can't like tag in and swap yeah. over and. Right. Whereas this, like, it's just a lot of fun, um, and like the combos are quite easy to do. Well, there's um, like you have a simplified, like there's a simple combo, yeah, that anyone can do, and a simple way of doing like a special like big attack, yeah, which is just yeah. two button, but it doesn't do that much damage. Yeah, but you can learn really complex stuff still. Yeah, and I'll do more damage. But um, it's like if you just want to pick up and do cool looking stuff, you can yeah. do that. Well, we had a couple of beers and played it the other the other night, and it was just like it was just really good fun. I was like, I would genuinely play this I think mm. like it'd be a really good fun thing to yeah, play yeah so it's two characters and yeah. you also pick an infinity stone yeah and that's like a power that you can use during the fight that's so awesome. if you have the time stone yeah you basically like move quick, quickly yeah. and you can like dash across the stage mm. and then once it like builds up its meter you can press R1 L1 yeah. and you like do this like super time stone move where yeah. you move insanely fast yeah power like space stone is like you put the other opponent like in a box they can't get out of like yeah. they're in the cosmic cube it's sort of really thing. good it's really good so they're like yeah. pinned in place yeah. there's only five stones isn't there Six. 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 Yeah. Doesn't that get a bit boring after a while? Like, what do you mean? Well, if you've only got six things that everyone uses all the time. But, like, I think you would use them for different I think um, combos and stuff. Like, it's not, yeah. we, we weren't using it that often in it. Like, it's more like a modifier. Yeah. So okay. it's more of a tactical thing. Like, so if you're playing as Hulk, who's yeah. like one of the slowest characters, you might want to pick the time stone to kind of like offset. The yeah, Hulk, Hulk and Cap were my favorite, like, double because, um, Cap's got obviously got shields. So he's got a lot of really good projectile stuff. But then, yeah, if you go the time stone as Hulk, he moves like basically the normal speed of like of, of Cap, and then Cap's going like really, really like fast. So I think that's really where good. they think what maybe they simplify going to two characters. That's where yeah. you're going to get a level of like the meta yeah. in yeah. the fighting game. But like the actual combos that you can do um, when you tag in, I was absolutely loving that because you can do like a projectile thing. Um, so I was like, Mega Man's really good for this. Um, he does a lot of sort of like beam shit with his cannon. Mm -hmm. uh, beam shit. It's very technical. I got that. Um, and, but you can like be doing the beam shit, then tag in. So someone, he's still doing his beam. He's still on yeah. the screen. Then you jump in as the other person. You take control. That's true. And, and you can just fuck him up from the other side. It's a special referees. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. It's really good. Um, yeah. There's a lot. Of, like, and also, it's just because it's mad and there's a lot of stuff going on on screen. Um, 
it just looks really fun as well. And like when you do like the special moves, like Iron Man's got this fucking giant gun that he just like uh, just shoots and just like all right, well, he's just uh, well, this massive I think gun. one of our favorite characters as well is playing as Chris Redfield. Yeah, because he, he's just getting out like a million different types of guns oh, really quickly. Awesome. Like it's like handgun, <laughs> shotgun, flamethrower, grenade launcher. They're all just like coming from different pockets. His, uh, his, really one of his special combos as well, uh, Chris Redfield. He just fucking just starts shooting a grenade launcher into the air. He's like. <laughs> 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 like an insane version of that yeah. point break bit. yeah and uh, it's a really good like and also he's just got um, like his little magnum that he gets out now and again and then mm. he's got like a big revolver flamethrower but oh. yeah it, but it's really funny when he's just got the little gun out because like someone will be on the floor like it's just awesome seeing like Captain Marvel just uh, gone absolute twatting from Hulk then you tag Chris Revan he just comes and shoots it while he's on the ground <laughs> It's really funny, um, but it's like like, all, like a lot of the stuff. Um, there's a lot of really good funny stuff in it. Like Hulk, when you tag in, um, people says like if it's like Captain America and Iron Man, he'll be like Iron Man or Ghost Stark or something like that. Whereas when it's Hulk, he just like refer- he goes talks to them like he's Hulk. So mm. like with Chun Li, he calls her Kit Girl. Um, yeah. That's brilliant. And Thor Flying. Goldilocks. Yeah, that's really uh, for good. Captain Marvel is like flying woman. <laughs> <laughs> also, was there really like a funny. line that Chris Redfield says? Oh, like, it's so it, funny, what was it? Yeah. it was, it's like for his victory line. It was like um, if I if I utilize this pouch, I can reload 0.5 seconds uh, quicker. And then he's like, oh, don't mind me, just talking to myself. <laughs> uh, really funny. Is it? Um, like, what are the appearances of the Marvel people based on? So they are yeah. informed by the MCU, but not exactly the same. No. So it doesn't look like Chris Evans. But no. it's his uh, costume. But the Iron Man costume is, it's not exactly like that, but it's... It's pretty close. That's pretty close. Yeah. Why have they done that? Like, why uh, have well, they gone may- whole hog, but they've gone... Well, may- well maybe that is something they put out later, maybe. Yeah. Like, skins Ooh. as a pack. Or maybe it's just an image right thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, they don't have their image rights for video games. I don't That's know. probably right, actually, yeah. yeah. And, as you say, it could just be, like, a massive or it could do pack it. later on, yeah. yeah. Um, like, the only thing I thought was a little bit shit, obviously, it was a preview build. We only had three stages. I thought the stages were boring as fuck. Yeah, they're really boring. Like, yeah. so, this, we didn't see it, but there's going to be, like, a big story mode to it. Yeah. Mm. So, for the first time, they're actually doing the story of, like, why is this even happening? I'm yeah, super yeah, into yeah. that. So, reality is breaking down, and these two realities are intersecting yeah so all the stages are supposed to be like a mixture of both as well yeah so the, there's an asgard one just mixed with mega, mega man. man c yeah um the other uh, ones like but then that was cool but like that was probably the, the most interesting one to look yeah. at but then there was another one which was like avengers tower yeah I didn't really feel that avengersy nah. it was just a room just and then like... the other one was like throne room was pretty yeah, yeah like, boring, like, I guess yeah. like with something like Injustice, where there's like a lot going on in the background that you yeah. can like use as well. And I know they're not going to do that. No, but I remember on the like, Ultimate um, last one, there was an amazing one in New York right. where there was like a like a parade and there was all the like, floats uh, in the background, like really busy. Yeah, and this felt a bit more empty, didn't it? I guess. Yeah, sort out. Um, doomed. It's doomed. It sounds like. What is very good. Um, oh, it was very good. Get on. Well, it. well done. When's it out? September. Yeah, ages. Um, that <laughs> far tall guy. Damn it! It's almost like absolutely fucked. Because he had to wait like five months. He's like, I'm done with that. Now. I'll, I'll forget about that. that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> any other business I've written down here? Why? Just in case there was any other business. Any of those little um, AOBs? Oh, I'll tell you something. I'm really fucking excited about. Uh-huh. Uh, this out this weekend. Well, out tomorrow is that Netflix documentary um, casting John Bonet. Oh, oh yes. Ooh. Um, I'm not sure about that. Why? He looks a bit... I, I don't want to watch good. little kids doing, like, chatting. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's just like little kids chatting. 
I want to see that. Whereas I love little kids. Kids chatting. are idiots. Um, well, a whole documentary where I just watch kids <clears throat> talk. No, thank you. <laughs> oh, so, I, I think it was really good. No, nah, it's gonna be good. Um, That's a very. Have you seen the, on case. Netflix? They've started already advertising headhunters. Not headhunters. What's it called? The David Fincher. It might be called Profit. Profit. <gasps> I it forgot looks, that was even it happening. Looks so good. Oh, that looks wicked. It's gonna be brilliant. Yeah, I was That's already getting sort of like the ad for it. Like, oh, really? The, the, you know, when you go onto Netflix, and yeah, it starts yeah, playing yeah. a thing automatically. Just getting that Mindhunter. Why is it? Oh, it's Mindhorn. Mindhunter. Mindhorn. Oh, well, That's next week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Mindhunters. It's about. definitely not called that, but yeah. Mindhunters, yeah. isn't, that, isn't that that Val Kilmer film? The one where it's like a load of FBI profilers go to a, an island and then it's, there's an evil serial killer there. What? It's, what are the chances? It's really good. <laughs> they couldn't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> Who's put this on for us? Um, <laughs> it's really... Well, it's not good. I watched it on a ferry to the Netherlands once. <laughs> what? It was good at the... I was surprised it was on a ferry because it's gory. Spoilers, Val Kilmer gets ended up on hooks. It's wicked. All right. That'll do. <laughs> on the ferry, watching Val kill the movie. Yeah. Uh, guys. Yes? Do you know what time it is? Mm, lunch. It's time for Keyword Countdown. <gasps> I, I didn't think you'd done it. Imagine if there were jingles all the way through, but not there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be really funny. Yeah. Um, if you don't know what Keyword Countdown is, IMDb categorise their films via a bunch of crazy keywords. What I've done is take five films, written ten, picked out ten <laughs> keywords for them. Wait, have you and, changed all the rules? And you, you bums at home and sitting here with me have got to guess what the film is by the keyword. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't I don't have confidence that you're going to score this correctly. <laughs> I am. I am going to score correctly. <laughs> I am James Bond. Film number one. Oh, this is good as well. Um, some people who work in video games, work for a PR uh, um, company called Indigo Pearl, they did, did I tell you the other day? They play in their office now. They play oh, yeah. yeah. Do they play your ones or they make their own? Probably their own better ones. They're cleverer than us. We've got a backup one. We should, we should say thank you to the person who wrote in a round mm. of Keyword Countdown that we're going to use one day. Well, can't remember his name. Okay, film number one. Computer hacker. Matrix. Hackers. Johnny Mnemonic. Oh, uh, Jurassic Park. Escape. Oh, that's a very good one. Escape. Escape from New York. Futuristic tank. Warriors. Escape from LA. Psychotronic. Uh, Akira. Fish out of water. <laughs> Bug. Bug. It's not the Matrix. Battle. Bug. Futuristic. Ghost in the Shell. Time lapse photography. Fuck off. <clears throat> Terence Malick. Fictional war. Ugh, there's loads of those. Edge of tomorrow. Exploding body. Scanners. Mm. That's it, guys. Computer hacker. Exploding bodies. The last one. Escape. Futuristic tank. Psychotronic. Tank girl. Fish out of water. Bug. Battle. Time lapse photography. Fictional war. Scanner darkly. Exploding body. Tron. That was Tron. No idea. <laughs> Never watched it. But that's good though, because everyone at home is uh, probably shouting God, out. Tron. Good if they were, yeah. Um, Please grow up. 
Film number two. <laughs> Cowards. <laughs> Cowards. Cult film. Akira. Planet. Don't copy me. Pla- Planet of the Apes. Reference to Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> oh! Fifth Element. Cowboy Boots. A Demolition Man. <gasps> I want to watch what that Pepto-Bismol? Again. What is that? Total L- Recall. Lifting Female in Air. No! Pepto-Bismol. What is the... <sighs> Space Exploration. Event Horizon. Teacher-Student Relationship. Starship Troopers. Damn it. This is horrible. I know. Film within a film. John Malkovich. Motorhome. Star Trek? Does he live in one? Star Wars spoof. Spaceballs. Yes. Well done. Well done, Joe. One point to you. I saw an Overwatch parody the other day that was the ludicrous speed section Ah. from from Spaceballs the other day. It was Lucio going too fast. That's very good. It's funny. Film number three. Immortal. Highlander. It is Highlander. Yeah. Oh, I mean, fucking that, I'm not going to take that as a classic. No, because um, it's like one. it's not right. So before you, <laughs> right. <laughs> so before uh, I'll take it. Don't know what's going on. He's Film def- number four. Definitely revealing the link. <laughs> Driving a car. Driving Miss Daisy. Oh shit! Hang on. No, I'll do the rest for Highlander. Oh shit! It wasn't Highlander. <laughs> you know, it was Highlander. Um, immortal. Punched in the face, flashlight, wrestling show, tragic hero, dark fantasy, hospital, historical fiction, title spoken by character, decapitation. How are you going immortal first on that list? So, okay, I'll tell yeah. you now. These are Anthony Cade's uh, films. Anthony! Yeah. So, but I thought maybe you'd seen them, so I wouldn't oh, want to say no, I no. didn't want to say it to the end, but you haven't seen them. But I will, I will say, Anthony, I didn't... So, Anthony basically has written in with a bunch of keywords for us around... His hope was that I would play it. What I've actually done is been too hungover to write one myself, and then remember that he did this. So I've just used these. This is unbelievable. <laughs> this is shockingly it's, it's really, unprofessional. It's really unprofessional. But what I will say, I mean, obviously beggars can't be choosers. Anthony Cade put in immortal, and the first one for Highlander is fucking mental. <laughs> <laughs> like that was one for like. I don't know, his granny playing or something, wasn't yeah, it? That's, like, let her get that's number 10. Right, of course that's number 10. I mean, I make it look easy, lads. I make it look easy. Except this week, where I haven't done it. <laughs> Film, Seems number, hard. Film number four. <sighs> I don't even know what this film is. <laughs> Dinosaurs. Oh, oh, I can't wait to get stuck into this one. <laughs> Fucking hell, Anthony, what are you doing? Is it Shattered, shattered Glass? <laughs> I wish. You watched Shadow Glass yet? No, of course not. Did you? No. Well, <laughs> I've got to watch the Val Kilmer film now. Oh, Mind Hunters. <laughs> I don't even know if that was the name. All right, film number four: Driving a Car, Arizona, Breasts, Thelma and Louise, Carsploitation, Carsploitation, Death Proof. Oh, I was going to say. Whipping. Oh, is it rubber? Sunbathing. Oh, that's a good guess. That's a good guess. Uh, First Wife's Club. Supercar. <laughs> Speed Racer. Senna. Revenge. Don't express in Speed Racer. Cemetery. Mm. Pet Cemetery. Back from the dead. Sometimes they come back. No. Driving a car, Arizona. You're not going to get this because I don't even think this is a film. Driving a car, Arizona. Breasts. Car exploitation. Whipping. Sunbathing. Supercar. Revenge. Cemetery. 
Back from the Dead. It's a film by Anthony Cage. It's Anthony just written in some of the words he thinks are cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a film called The Wraith. <laughs> I've literally never heard of that. Come on, Anthony. Yeah. From the sublime to the ridiculous. Do you know what? The first two are really good as well. I'll tell, tell you what, that's a hard right after Immortal for Highlander. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like he's gone. That's he's gone, he's gone <laughs> Oh, that last one was a bit easy. I think, um, I think he's a PR for a shit film called, called The Wraith. Wraith. <laughs> um, and that's how he's got himself, isn't it? It's just out this week. Some <laughs> mad viral marketing, Anthony. Um, absolute the, swizz, Anthony. Um, the, yeah, it's the film called The Wraith. Like, if anybody at home got The Wraith, like, let us know. IGN underscore UK feedback You're going at IGN.com. On the charts. Yeah, because I'll, I'll stick you in the in the league. Yeah. Because um, that's fucking mad. And, the Wraith. Um, here we go. Film number five. Well, the film that definitely exists, so it's good. Clue uh, number one Dome. Dome. The Simpsons uh, movie. Oh, the. The Dome. By Waterfall. King. Oh, I can't even remember the name. Futuristic Train. Oh, Snowpiercer? Oh. Shot in the Chest. And you're to blame. A tonal music, atonal music score. Dome and atonal music score. Nightclub. What the fuck? It's not Snowpiercer. Keys. The Big Chill. Utopia. Logan's Run? Yes. Yeah. Well done. Oh, I was thinking that, that movie where like, well two done, guys Joe. get stuck in like a biodome. What's that called? Biodome. Which one's that? Is it called Biodome? Wait, which one? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. The one with Stephen Baldwin and yeah. uh, what's his chops? Yeah. I have a clue what the that funny is. funny guy. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Stephen Baldwin biodome. and the funny guy. It's really guy. good. Yeah. I, watched, I watched it recently in New York. Um, it's weird that you watched that recently. Yeah, it was, it was on the pub. Um, <laughs> it's only in a pub? Yeah, it was on in a bar. Weird. I just watched it. I, just, I was just... Well, uh, <laughs> the other two clues. Cosmetic surgery, loss of memory. Logan's run. Yeah, so that was Anthony Cade. Weird. Um, weird set. It's yeah. a mixed I bag, mean, isn't it? I said thank you mad. before we played it without knowing that we were going to play it. Yeah. And you know what? I'll still say thank you. Thank you, Anthony. Well done. Apart from the immortal one. But I'll take the 10 rubbish? points. Are they rubbish? Oh, is, uh, there, is there a link? Big 10. Has he done a link between them? I don't think there is. Oh, classic amateur move. I don't think it is. Um, but also, he's saying like we should stop taking the piss out of Rory and Alicia for not seeing certain movies, and he's done us with the Wraith. Yeah, uh, which he's making us what like a right load of Rorys. And, and, and needless <laughs> to say, Anthony had the last laugh. Yeah, <laughs> you shouldn't never. You should never look a gift horse in the mouth. Thank you, Anthony. That's true. He did but, give us that horse. What I'm looking up the Wraith. Is it I'm good? Gonna, no, I don't know. I'm looking it up. The Wraith um, film, thirty-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Directed by Anthony Cage. Directed by Mike Marvin. That's a shire, isn't it? Here we Come go. On. He is a phantom. A wraith. <laughs> <laughs> an evil force took his life. Now an unearthly power has brought him back. He has a destiny to fulfill, a woman's love to reclaim. And he's determined to wage a vendetta against the young punks who put him in this situation. He's got a lot on, hasn't he? That sounds shite. Has anyone ever seen the wraith? But at home, let us know. I just call UK Feedback at com. Speaking of feedback, we got some. Joe. Oh, yeah, sorry. Stop reading the Wraith. Stop reading about the Wraith and give us your feedback, I'll bro. go first. What you got? Unintentional film mashups by James Castle. Your discussion about falling asleep slash waking up mid-film makes me think of this. When There Will Be Blood came out, a friend of mine acquired a copy of admittedly questionable legality. Naughty. I was watching it on my laptop, and when the scene with the oil rig accident started, all the sound cut out over the silent 
And over the silence, there was only Daniel Day-Lewis delivering a creepy monologue about drinking someone's milkshake. I thought the the calm, creepy monologue was a perfect juxtaposition to the muted, chaotic scene, and I thought, P.T. Anderson is a genius. (laughs) As the scene went on, however, and actually changed to characters who were clearly talking to one another, it slowly dawned on me that this wasn't the work of an edgy visionary, but actually just fucked up slash unsynced audio, which it was. The line between bold filmmaking and just broken, wanky crap is so thin. (laughs) (laughs) It's very true. (laughs) I really like that. Yeah, that's really good. That's fantastic. Yeah, that happened to me years ago with um, Away We Go which I think is a brilliant film um, Sam Mendes film um, uh, but my girlfriend at the time had downloaded a hooky version of it which obviously I don't condole now that I work in the biz mm. um, but are oh, you mates with Sam? exactly got to see you at Primrose Hill at the weekend <laughs> how will I explain myself? Lives? I don't know oh. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen him for a while yeah um, <laughs> if that film had keywords it would mm. one of them should be starts with cunnilingus yeah um, but it was. I thought it was another film that like does. And basically, what happened was it was like for some reason there would have been repeated scene. There was a scene. It was it was essentially like a twenty minute version of. It was like twenty minutes, but they'd stretched it out to ninety minutes by repeating the thing. So it was like you know sometimes oh. when you download films, it's like oh, fake versions. Yeah. Of them. That's so um, weird. It, it took a while to realize. Like, well, I watched like fir- Groundhog Day. I watched the, well. I watched the first twenty minutes, um, and then it started again with them because it's, it's all quite similar. That like they're going to a different place trying to find like it's quite episodic as well. Yeah, like, exactly. And then there was one bit where I was like. We just we just watched this bit. <laughs> like, weren't they just in Phoenix? Um, and it was like, away to Phoenix. It's like, no, they're just in Phoenix, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's why you should never download stuff and go see it in support cinema. I've got a version of... <laughs> yeah, I love it. I'm trying to be really sincere. Yeah. Completely bungled it. <laughs> uh, 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 support it. Just support, support films and art. <laughs> I've got a real, like a non-hooky version of Kid A by Radiohead, but for some reason all the tracks start halfway through the length of the track recording. Yeah. So all the tracks are split up over two tracks, Mm. and it starts with loads of noise from a concert. Right. And so when I first got it, I knew that Kid A was meant, like I got it quite young, and I knew that Kid A was meant to be like, you know, it was meant to be really important. And I was like, oh really fucked with like convention like you can't yeah. put these mp3s on your computer and listen to them like a normal person they're keeping the album together yeah and they've really thought this through and i realized it was just fucked yeah. <laughs> some guy had just put all weird tracks on it i was in my mate's car once and he we were driving to work and he the new hot chip album had just come out and mm. he was listening to it but it was obviously like i don't know like an early version that people send around like internal or something right. like that because it had this robot voice going hot chip <laughs> Made in the dark, <laughs> all the way through it. And I was in the thing going, "Are you hearing that? Like the robot voice?" And he was like, "Yeah, it's cool." And I was like, "That's not meant to be on it." <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, it is. They're like they're, cookies. The they're like crazy robot like, guys. Why would they be saying their own name and the name of their album like over and over again on every track? It's like you really think that's meant to be there?" And he was like, "It's absolutely meant to be." I was like, "No, it's not. That's nuts." Do you, that you think that? Does he understand watermark? <laughs> yeah, it's essentially that's what it was. Yeah, it was like an audio watermark. And that car's audio mark in a ditch. <laughs> I got one. <clears throat> uh, this is from Paul German. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> uh, with the title Hungover Gaming. Perfect. Hey guys, long time listener to the podcast, first time writing in. Love the show, keep up the good work. Thanks, man. Okay, I'm just as curious to know any of you lot have the same problems I do. I love gaming, but time is an issue as it is for all of us. I work 10 hours a day through the week, so usually only manage to get at most an hour of gaming a night. What are you doing 10 hours a day? 
like I said, in all the jobs of those, I, we work eight hours out. a day. We work eight hours. If I mean, that. me, I put the shift in. No, you don't. Um, so I always want to get as much in on a weekend as possible. And this is where the problem lies. I like a drink on a Saturday night. Oh, yeah, boy. So do we all, baby. Honk, honk. So, some of it's not just Saturdays, isn't it, Gav? Fucking every day, baby. <laughs> Whether it's out socially or just in the house gaming and watching films relieves the stress. I often go a bit too far, though. <laughs> Imagine if this turned into a confession. I often go a bit too far. Uh, as I'm now in my 30s now, the hangovers are killing me to the point that I cannot even be asked picking up a controller and sitting on my ass playing games. Sundays would be a perfect day, get a good eight hours gaming in, but week after week, I find myself too hungover. So any of you, any of you have the same problem. I do realise that there's a simple solution to this, like, but who wants to drink less, right? I thought he said, like, or Sunday was like, get a good eight hours of drinking in. <laughs> also, just watch Shattered Glass. Excellent film, surprisingly, uh, a very good performance from Hayden face. Christensen. Well in, Gav, keep the film recommendations coming. We the had, Wraith, we had, that? We had, like, three... Um, emails about Shattered Glass. Saying it was good? Two of which, well, one said, this film's shit, but the director did another film called Breach. Okay. Uh, that was apparently very good. And someone else was just like, I think it was bad. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so, I'm, I, think it, I think it might be a bad film, I'm not sure. Yeah. It's just for some reason I just really like yeah, it. You, you said it's one of your favourite films. Yeah, right. it's in my top, top 25. 25. Absolutely give, in my top 25. Give an obscure I, film in your top 25 for listeners to watch. Me? In yeah. the top 25? Oh, mad horror film. That he likes mad horror film. Um, Pontypool. Brain Dead. Brain by Dead. Peter Jackson. Yeah, that's a good film. Everyone's seen that. Though. All right, fucking <laughs> shattered glass. That's that's the level we're going right, in. Well, give me five minutes. <laughs> um, what but, was the question? Oh, is do you any, have problems with that? Oh, do I have any problems? Yeah, you, like 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 I get. What do you do when you're hungover? Look out the window and cry. <laughs> After that. <laughs> After those two hours. After <laughs> those two days. What do I do when I hang over? Um, I can't remember when it was recently you said something about being over and just looking out the window and hoping it would rain. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I, like, that image really stuck with me. Yeah. It's because I had a stinking hangover, but it was lovely outside. And I woke up and I, I literally opened up my blinds and it was <laughs> like, it was really sunny. And I was like, oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> just like really loud. I was just like... Oh, because you feel bad not doing it. Like last yeah. week, um, I had a friend over and it, we were both very hungover. Uh, and we were just like having the best time just like in bed watching Mad Men. It was amazing. Um, and because she's never seen it, she's watching it for the first time as well. So I get an excuse to rewatch Mad Men for the second, <laughs> I, another I, time. I, I second excuse. time this year. <laughs> um, but uh, when we went to Iceland the other day, there was a couple of episodes of Mad Men on the, the on the plane. plane. And he was I like, looked up. No, I was I was watching Prometheus, <laughs> and I looked over, and you were watching Mad Men, and I just looked at you. And <laughs> you know, it's camp. It's not allowed to be a hobby. <laughs> watching Mad Men's not a hobby. It's good though. It's good, um, I'm watching it. And then, the and then we got off the plane and met all the other people on the trip. And then you were just banging on about what episodes they were. They were like, hey, all right. No one cares. You were like, no. hey, it's the one where you asked the letter. I was like, Yeah, I was waiting for my bike. Oh, actually, um, I didn't realise as well that one where he writes. No, there. we're not talking it's, about Mad Men. No. It's directed by uh, John Slattery. Yeah, oh, that's nice. Yeah, I like yeah, it. Apparently, he's directed quite a lot of them. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, um, he directed a lot of love, you know. Yeah. Well, I, know, Slattery, I know it's yeah. one was directed by him. Yeah, apparently he did a, a bunch. Well done. Yeah, um, time really is a flat circle for me. Yeah. 
but yeah, no, like, yeah, and um, it was so nice outside that we literally, after a while, we were just like, shall we go outside for a bit? Because I just feel bad. And then we, I was like, she was like, yeah, like, we went for a walk. And then I was just like, there's nowhere nice to go for a walk around my house. So I just, we just walked to the pub and got fucking ruined again. You <laughs> live in quite a nice area. Yeah. No, but it's like, there's nothing, it's no, not like, like woods. a big green. There's a cemetery, which is lovely. Um, Mavis Beacon's uh, <laughs> buried there. The fucking what? Teacher's typing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who? Um, Mavis Beacon. Oh. It's either Mavis Beacon <laughs> or, a or Edith Blyant. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Uh, yeah, so. How do you deal with hangovers? There you go. What do you do? Just suffer through it. Yeah, yeah. I don't do have any tips whatsoever. Just feel horrible. Do you play games? Nah, I wouldn't nah, do that. I, I, just, do I would that. just sit there. <clears throat> I've definitely played a lot of Dynasty Warriors hangover. That's a lot going on, man. No, it's, it no, me, it's it easy. It's just like, you're just wading. I have, like, I've played just moving through stuff. I've played um, Breath of the Wild quite a lot hangover. because That's just going for a walk. Exactly. And it's That's really nice. nice. And then you can just do silly things as well. They'll just make you really, really laugh. Mm. Like, you won't have to wait long for rain. No. Um, <laughs> what, I used to, what I used to really like doing um, was making my ex-girlfriend play like a, a Telltale game for me. Because it's Christ, oh, when you're sorry. on reviews, <laughs> no, so, I just, like, so I get to lie down, experience the game, and just tell so her what, what to do. <laughs> just like go, go, just speak to that dude. What's that dude doing? The Mad Men Telltale game would be quite good. <gasps> oh, it actually would though. Now that, that I think would about be it, really it, good. Cool. You got to pitch stuff. Oh, that'd be great. Imagine uh, working your way through a pitch meeting. I think that should be good anyway. I'd love to. I'd love to see if I was good at that. Big moral choice. I think I'd be all right at that. Triangle to cheat on your wife. Yeah, no. being the, I think you'd be excellent at being Don Draper. No, I think like if you had like I think I'd be good at doing a pitch for an app. If someone was like, right, how are you going to advertise this shit? I'd give you an amazing Breath of the Wild thing the other day. Remember, I talked you through my pitch for that. What the fuck? Are you I love that. About? I gave you that. Like, <laughs> what's he going to do with it? Uh, what's going on? No, I was telling him in the morning. Like my pitch for that advert for, for the Nintendo Switch. <sighs> yes, that was. That's Is a that very really good. good? Idea. It's a very good idea. So it's basically like it's oh, an advert. Oh, there. Let me walk. Let me walk through it. Okay, for the audience. I'll, I'll walk them through it. Um, okay, so no. <laughs> so imagine all the lights are off. It's called the carousel now. Um, it's <laughs> so it's a it's a guy, and he's he gets to the train station, right? You there? Yeah. Uh, are get, you there? He gets to the train station. <laughs> he, lo- he looks up at the board, and every single one says delayed or cancelled. There's a businessman, like, got rushes past him. He's, like, on the phone, going, ah, oh, I can't believe this. Another person's like, Sandra, cancel my two o'clock. And the guy looks up, sees it, then he just smiles and takes out his switch and be like, commuting is great. <laughs> oh, he's lost oh, it. Oh, he's lost fucked it. it. Absolutely fucked it. <laughs> well, the art will speak for itself, lads, all right? Fucking Paul Kinsey's in the back. <laughs> I had nothing. Walked out. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Oh, I only had to see that home. I had to see. I was on the launch pad then, guys. For um, the big time. And Freddie Rumsden pissing his pants. That's what that was. Yeah. Right at the end. I just saw that one. Good, isn't it? Quite good. I'm glad you have. Let's talk about another episode of <laughs> Man. There is that. It's cool, uh, it's cool on that. That's the problem. Is I am watching it now, so I've got the, for the first time ever. I've got a reason you know who, to talk about it. Yeah. The actor who plays Freddie Rumsden's brother is <laughs> fucking hell, Gav. He better not be Welsh. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Bill Murray. That's Bill Murray's brother. No, oh, yeah. it is. Yeah, it is. He's not done well. I learned that from the Instagram account Mad Men Picks, which posts up like four pictures from Mad Men every day. And one of them was on his birthday. It was his birthday of the week. And they said, this is him. Did you know he's Bill Murray's brother? Is this good? (laughs) Don't know. I don't know. Someone's probably having a good time, aren't they? We're at the end. Yeah. Come on, what have you got? Are you doing this one? Please say it's about Mad Men. (laughs) 
fucking <laughs> next, next week. He's going to launch me through the studio <laughs> is, Everyone, next week, all the emails, I want them all to be about Mad Men. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think a lot of the emails are going to be, get this fucking loon off the podcast. Gav, it's not about Mad Men. I, I have no doubt you can get back there. Okay. Um, this is from Rob, and we were talking <clears throat> about Disney stuff disturbing you. Yes. He yeah. says... Um, he's freaked out so the bizarre way that Disney never punishes those that turn the boys into donkeys there is something else in the film that baffles me every time I watch it the animals in the film and how they behave is so inconsistent he says he does an emphasis Um, you did say this was Pinocchio didn't you Yes, no. I don't know. It's Pinocchio. Okay. Um, let's start. That's probably important. Yeah. Um, let's start with the fox, Honest John, <clears throat> who convinces Pinocchio to join Stromboli's puppet show. I do not remember there being a fox. And in- he's a big talking fox. The fox what? is anthropomorphic. He is human size, walks upright, wears clothes, and can talk. Sounds a bit odd, but in a Disney film, that's fine, is it? The fox <laughs> hangs around with an anthropomorphic cat, Gideon, but the cat can't talk. That would be too much of a stretch, obviously. He's getting furious now. But then there's another cat, Figaro, who's a simple pet cat. Oh, yeah. And is depicted as a simple cat. No talking, no clothes, no standing up. Why isn't, is that, he... isn't that because the human is he's Geppetto's? Like, if Geppetto weren't there, the cat would probably be fucking... Why is Gideon different to Figaro? The fish is also normal, as yeah. is the giant whale. The whale's But then normal. there's Jiminy Cricket, another talking, clothes-wearing creature. There's no consistency. The only animal in the film that you might expect to talk is the donkey, which was a human two minutes earlier. But no, of course it can't talk. That would be silly. Oh, yeah. Another thing is why the people watching the puppet show are so impressed with a puppet with no strings when there is a fox wandering around <laughs> in a suit and a top hat chatting to people. It's also jumbled and confusing. I had to get that off my chest. I really like that. It's good. Thank you, Rob. Excellent points. I also, I like that Pinocchio's that become like a weird touchstone and everyone keeps going, it's really fucked up. And then this Some, too. <laughs> someone had watched Pinocchio for the first time ever based on our mentions of it. And they were like, yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> if you watched it for the first time as an adult, you would be like, what the, what the fuck is going I should, on? I didn't sure know there was a talking fox in there. No, I don't remember that. It's really creepy. Mm. He's the guy, yeah, he gets him there. To the donkey sanctuary. He gets him all the way there. He gets him there, you know what I'm saying? There we are. Sweet. That's it, isn't it? What a weird episode. Yeah. <laughs> There's something for everyone in that, I think. Yeah. My favourite was the Any Other Business section. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. Maybe we'll do that like, thing. Any Other bring Business? That. I've been watching lots of Mad Men. And they do that. Uh, when they bring up, like, any new clients and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you want to get in touch I'm, cu- with- I'm cutting up a beer can here yeah. and making a little man out of it. Here if, we go. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can. IGN score UK feedback at IGN.com. We'll see you next week. Be my friend. Ta da! Well done, boys. Another great one in the bag. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that one at all. It was funny. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. 
That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.